Well, hello, the internet, and welcome to season 116, episode 3 of the Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast, like I said, every time. We go, we could look at this, we go to a graveyard, we see the headstone, it says United States of America, we dig up the corpse, we look inside the skull and go, what is going on inside of your brain, America? And officially, off the rip, you know how it is, we always say, fuck Coke brothers, like as in the Coke brothers, as in Coke Industries, as in the Coke-topus, and also fuck foxes. Okay, now, it's Wednesday, January 15th, 2020. My name is not Jack. That's usually where you would hear that part. That's because my name is actually Miles Gray, a.k.a. Henny Loggins, a.k.a. Thick Springfield, a.k.a. Lionel Bitchy, a.k.a. Phil Ballins, a.k.a. Amelie Joel, a.k.a. John Cougar Fellencamp, a.k.a. Michael Wackdonald, aka Balden Oates, aka Kenny OG, aka The Doobie Brother, aka Skrilly Dan. Oh, wow. That's a lot of 80, a lot of falsetto in there. Oh, yeah. And that's what I'm guessing because yesterday when I did my Cindy Lopper, aka, they were feeling the falsetto. Shout out to Crispy Meme Donut, Christy Yamaguchi, man. You know what time it is. And uh, we know who it is Walnut Chestnut Jr. at Water Chestnut 2 on uh, Twitter. Yeah. Sounds like a cool name. Sounds like a cool guy. Turns out he's not a walnut. I believe he's actually some form of state. He's on the he's on the high seas. And that could have just been him sipping a high sea. I don't know. Yeah, of course. Uh now, who is that? Wait, who 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 are you? Uh, maybe you should announce yourself, or I will announce you. Today's special guest co-host is none other than the Lord of Chaos himself. Blake Wexler. This is Blake Wexler, a.k.a. the Vince Vaughn Spawn, a.k.a. Blaker the Handshaker, a.k.a. he who has not clemsoned, cast the first stone, L-K-A-L-S. Woo! It's the chaos boss himself. L.S., are you feeling good about that national championship? I feel good for the coach, uh, Ed Ogeron. He had, like, a rough career. People um, made fun of him a lot, and then he got to win a title. And then, you know, it was the tragic thing that happened uh, with the, I believe, the defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator. He had family pass away in, oh, a, no. uh, in a flight. There was that private plane that crashed a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you have to feel good for those reasons. Wow. So, yeah, I, I'm not, like, tied to L.S.U. Why shit get real so quick, no matter Man, what we talk about? that's right. There's a lot of... Shit out there. A lot of shit out there. Yeah. Well, you know what, Blake? Thanks for thanks for filling in. You know, Jack is oh, out there. He's he's doing his his thing out there. I don't well, know. Well, this is a union job. And yeah. And I'm in the the host the podcast, the podcast host union. union. Yeah. Yeah. The dues are, are very cheap. Yeah. They're and the healthcare shit. Yeah. I think the do du- <laughs> to pay your dues you give a promo code. It's true. For, <laughs> it's true for, for a mattress. some kind of product. <laughs> uh, now. Now we have to talk about our guest. Who's in the third seat? My oh, God. y'all are in for one. Because <laughs> it's Mr. Magnificent himself, <laughs> Mr. Bigfoot Hunter himself. <laughs> Take it down. The Yeti of spaghetti. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Chris wow. Crofton, like maybe. That. How are you guys? How hey, are you, man? I'm Doing glad great. to be here. Yeah. Real glad to be here. Yeah, the Yeti of Spaghetti. I don't even I'll know where it. that came. Yeah, That's fine. Well, you guys- Ever since that Mount St. Helens thing you told us about, about all the mount- the Bigfoot bodies that were oh, yeah, covered that, up in yeah. the Mount St. I've- um, well, you only eat pasta in the woods. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> whatever fits right. the. I mean, I don't know really exactly how this AKA stuff works, but I, as far as I can tell, it's a bunch of nonsense. So oh, okay. I think that yeah. Yeti spaghetti sounds works. fine. Actually, to me. a more fitting yeah. one is uh, <laughs> AKA hashtag cold brew got me like. Yeah, whatever. And you're not drinking cold brew. You just you're being don't careful. Don't tell people. Well, you you are caffeinated, but I'm oh just yeah, saying. I had cold brew earlier, but now I'm I'm having a mocha because this show. Can I say it? We're taping after yeah. noon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like usually I like to 
come, Wake, you know, oh, yeah. start your day, give a podcast both barrels of my morning, yeah, of my morning uh, mojo. Mm-hmm. Yes, sorry, now you get your morning <laughs> no, mo- no, mo- I think mo- got it. it. <laughs> and then, uh, and I have the cold brew, and then it's like, you know, it's comedy gold, but today it's afternoon, yes, and I've already been traumatized oh, by the no. day, yeah. by part of the day, just being alive, yeah, yeah so I'm already like. I've already feel like I got run over, so I now I I got an emergency mocha. Oh, and that's mocha with emergency powder. In it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I right. mean, I don't know what they put in there. I told them to load it up, so I got a. <laughs> it's real bubbly. Though, they said the whole milk, and I took a little while, and I said, "Yeah, right, I don't know what." It. There was no thought process that happened during that part where I took a moment either. <laughs> they said whole milk, okay, and there's like I thought I kind of did a little bit of theater where I cocked my head, Pretend and then I said thinking? I couldn't didn't think anything about milk, or I tr- I tried to. What would you have thought? I have, that's well, what I thought. I, I guess two percent came in my head, but and then I th- I think I th- I think actually my exact thought process was two percent question mark fat question mark mm-hmm. and then I said okay, okay. this hole's fine give yeah. us all the fat ninety eight percent fat it. I'll just sip around it yeah and okay. um yeah Who's, I thought chocolate would be maybe would make me funnier were mm-hmm. you saying uh, off mic that you had a nervous breakdown last time you had well last much? time I was here yeah like I and had I'm, working on, this. I'm working on my host wow skills, way to reveal I had a thank you for bringing it up uh, <laughs> yeah I yes I was hospitalized briefly <laughs> yes, tell and, me about um, the worst day of your life no wasn't it though for people who just heard that and think what he means serious it's not a, he what happened I ate Chris? nothing in the morning and uh-huh. I had like a lot of cold brew and I also had not slept very much and I forget what else. I did something else the night before that was like. But it just hit you. Whatever. All at once. I was wiped out, and then I had cold, cold brew, and I was like all fired up, telling a story about something about Bigfoots that were injured on uh, Mount <laughs> St. Helens, or whatever it was, and um, and then I just my whole brain just went blank. I mean, like it's happened before, where your brain just I don't know if you've ever yeah. ever had it. Maybe it's something that just happens when you're over too. forty, but just like yeah, yeah. I tend to drink coffee until. This is how my day goes. Until I drink you go coffee blind. until my body can't take it anymore, and it's like you're about to die or something, and then I will eat something. Oh, right. perfect. So, so we just caught you at that moment. So, like, I had a moment where I was like, super. I was excited to be on the show. I love being on this show. I really get fired up. I want to do my best, and so I got like, you know, I'm like, I need to drink cold brew, even though I was feeling kind of fragile from like not getting <laughs> not getting sleep. And then all of a sudden, things were going good, and I was talking about something real funny. And then, uh, when, yeah, and then Miles was just like. Oh yeah, and then what? What happened after that? And I was like, ah, uh, you're like, you just said, yeah. hold like, on, I need to eat something. Yeah, I'm well, sorry. It took a while though. For a minute, I tried to get it back on track, and you were trying to help because. Oh, you're like, I forgot what I said. Yeah, it and you were like, the, don't, don't worry. No. But what was it? You were just saying this, and then Jack was like, you were Rattle, just saying yeah. this, and it wasn't helping. Yeah. And then they were like, you know, then it was getting a w- weird, and then I said, I think I need to eat something, which uh, we did. My uh, therapist the- told me to say if that ever happened, if I ever had one of those brain. Wipes. Yeah, they told me I should say I have to eat something. Well, and even if well, you, don't you got have that, to, in. yeah, they just told me that was a good terrible out. advice. That was a good like out. <laughs> it is. All right, I was, no, but I did. I ate a bagged egg or an egg in a bag. Well, I was like, <laughs> what, like, I sometimes buy those eggs from Trader Joe's that are in a bag, yeah, yeah. which nobody likes. If you want to be popular, do mm-hmm. not do that. No, because you see it and you go, wait till this dude opens that thing. Yeah, and it's a this diet go? fart that creeps oh, it's out disgusting. Of that bag. Yeah. It's disgusting. But if you, yeah, if you want to never have a girlfriend, like have a girl come over to your place and see a bag of eggs in your refrigerator. My I don't God. care how well you're doing. Did this man rob a nest? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Nobody likes it. But anyway, I like them because sometimes I just you got to get something in your damn hey, belly. It's protein, man. Yeah, you know, we I, hungry, but them belly full. I so was I on. Oh, sorry. oh no, go ahead. No, no, finish your bistro. Oh, just bistro box. It was it was an egg in one of those Starbucks. 
I'm glad we got that detail. Yeah, yeah. I real just I, for the record because <laughs> it was real. It was touch and go there until that. Um, before we get into yeah. everything, let's just talk yeah. about what we're getting into in the show. Uh, and we'll check in with uh, the long overdue impeachment trial. Girl, I'm talking about impeaching this creep. Because uh, we got some updates, uh, some <laughs> votes coming out of places we didn't think they would. Uh, in addition to some senators uh, willing to, from from the right, okay, the GOP. Uh, that are willing to check Trump's powers. Oh, wow. It's like they don't want to be involved in an unnecessary war. And some Murdoch drama Ooh. with the Ruperts and the Lacklands and the James, the Rupert Murdoch family. There's some, not, I don't know if it's infighting. It's just, it seems like there's one son who believes in science and then the rest don't. Yeah, we'll that, talk that, about that. that checks out. Uh, then we'll check in with Felicity Huffman's daughter because I've been worried about her ever since she was gaslit into thinking she was a genius. Speaking of employment, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I hope she's employed now. Like, I hope she's still employed. Ooh, what we'll is her profession? Is she an actress? She acts like she goes to college. Excellent. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So an actress. Yeah. And uh, also uh, Kanye, you know, he's been talking about this. He's the whole church stuff. And he's really fully gone to the evangelical dark side because he's on uh a roster of people at this conference. It's dark days. And if you're a Kanye West fan, prepare yourself because he's no longer with The Rock. Uh, he's with a different kind of rock, The Rock of Christ. Uh, and it's, wow, the cast of characters at this uh, conference he's at. It's something to uh, behold. Now, before we get into that, Chris. Yeah. What's something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? All right, here we go. Here um, we go. What's on YouTube, baby? Well, this is the new oh. one. I think I have a funny feeling that you guys might know about this, uh, but maybe not. Uh, this this guy named, um, I think his name's New England Wildlife and More. <laughs> Hold on. This New England. With an, an emphasis on and more. And more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the funny thing about Et this cetera. guy. Yeah, New England Wildlife <laughs> and More. Now, here's the and more is mostly what he does, and the and more is... He opens old food from the 1960s <laughs> and 50s and 40s. Like he old opens war like, rations and stuff? He does, or canned oh, food? he does war rations, but he'll just open canned food that he gets from, I don't know where, yeah, from really? like canned food auctions or something. Jesus. And he opens and sometimes eats. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does he, he ever eat one eat and like, like, start heaving? Well, it's kind of weird because I always thought like if you open one of those old cans, like an old can of say cream corn from literally sometimes he'll open one from like the 40s. Right. Like I thought you had to have like a gas mask on. I don't know what I thought. For some reason I associate botulism with cans, but I don't know if it comes out of the air or what happens. Sure, You know what I mean? All I I know is something I'm not even thinking that scientifically. In my mind, it's like 70-year-old can? Gross. Well, just don't do that. In the 70s, like my mom, like when I was like eight years old, would be like, you don't want a dented can because botulism. But I don't know. I never understood why, but- but but anyway, these cans are far. These cans are not only dented, but they're sixty years old. And he's like, there's it's swollen. He's like, you can see it's gonna hiss. He gets real into whether it's gonna hiss or not. He gets seems to be happy when it hisses, but he's also disgusted. Oh, so he's gonna like, oh, I think we got a live one here. He sniffs it. He 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 will occasionally taste it, like with his, and then he says, oh, I think that was a mistake to taste that. And he's like, I think that maybe I should wash my mouth out because that probably has bacteria in it. And 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 I don't know why. Sometimes he thinks it's okay to taste it. He's like, I think he sniffs it and he thinks if it's like uh, passes the smell test or something. If it smells enough like the product's supposed to, then sometimes he can't resist but to taste it. Right. But um, I like how you go. I think, and I think you guys might know this channel. Well, it's yeah. got. And, and what was his name is, again? New England his name Wildlife is New and England More. Wildlife Perfect. and More. But it should really be called Man Who Opens Old Cans 
and more. Yeah. Because and, and actually exactly that. And no more, no less. Yeah, and even if he is out skins. among the wildlife, I'm still thinking he has like nineteen forties cream corn in his belly. So right. it's really more like man who eats old food is in the wildlife. Yeah, dude who does diarrhea in the woods. Yeah, it's not <laughs> the it's channel. Like, man who eats old food from Is food. each video sort of like nineteen fifty six Campbell's soup? Yeah. Like he, so it's like or or is it is, does he come upon these cans? You never know the provenance of these these cans, I he sometimes mentions that he got them from like somebody on his street, or sometimes he mentions that he got them from, I don't know. He I guess he sometimes just says some guy gave them to him. He opens like <laughs> he opens like a can like you know when people can stuff from the, right right he right. opens shit from the forties and he'll just open it and he'll be like he's really intent on he just goes oh my god oh god this really stinks. Oh boy, right? It's like oh he's boy. like I think this used to be cherries. It's probably cherries. Yeah, it looks like cherries. It looks like probably cherries and he's like um but then he's like it's like okay and then he dumps it in this tray, but it's just like a tray, like a regular tray, but he kind of makes it like it's scientific. Like he's always like make sure he gets it all out of there. Like right. he figures out it's disgusting and then he's like I it's hard then to he's get out of here. With trash. And then he's like, "Well, I'm going to have to use the like I'm going to have to Use a spoon to get it out, but it's like, why do you need to get it out? Like, What's I know point? what yeah. it is. It's like some kind of spoiled fruit. And then he's like, play with it. He's like, oh, look at that, look at that. Yeah, uh, it's uh. kind of. And then sometimes he'll like stick his finger in it and like taste it, and then go, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But he does it all the time. It'd be great. The following videos, he's like slowly becoming more, he and drinks, more gray in the face. He drinks oh, crystal God. light. Well, he looks like he's already, you know. Yeah. He, what does he look like? He's kind of like seems like kind of a um, backwoods, like uh, like kind of a, a meth. Uh, I get a methy vibe from him, like a methy trailer vibe. I'm getting that too. And he seems like, so he probably is like maybe used to like, you know, eating. I mean, he just seems like sturdy enough that maybe he can poke his finger in some 1940s cream <laughs> corn without needing to worry about it that much. That is one of my favorite characteristics I've ever heard someone say about another person. How do they look? <laughs> sturdy. Sturdy. They yeah. have their well, legs he, underneath he's them. He's like, I would never. Right. I would never. I don't care what how much the product smelled. He's, good. I would never. I don't care. He's like, this is Fluffernutter from 1972. Yeah, this Indiana. one is canned horse meat MRE review. Okay, well, that's like a ration. Yeah. Yeah, a meal ready to eat. I just watched him flush uh, Jello down the toilet. And is that how he exposes or disposes of all of his foods? He flushes. He a, looks through at him through a microscope too, and then yeah. he's like, "I think that's bacteria, a, but it might not be bacteria." He's like a bacteria. trash scientist. Basically. Yeah, because he doesn't. He'll look at the stuff through a microscope, and he'll just be like, "I think that's bacteria, but it also could be just part of the food." Also, and like, like that's I have, all that happens. I have no science. He does that every time. I have no scientific yeah. training, so honestly, I don't know what the every fuck time I'm he's like, at. "Look at that," and he uh. always kind of like grossed out. He's like, "Oh God, what is that?" He's like, "But then it's like, oh, maybe it could just be part of the food normally, but it also." could be bacteria but i don't know and he does that every time and then yeah sometimes he goes in the woods i guess and like looks at he's he he'll do abandoned things sometimes sure it's about the mres and the canned food really is what it sounds what's like. an mre the meal ready to eat the ration oh okay yeah, yeah. yeah he does that the, the horse meat for the record came but from russia but he wasn't sure if it did here's what right. i like about <laughs> he it. wasn't informed about it <laughs> i like when i listen to like jazz or classical music which is supposed to be relaxing i can't relax so i like to listen to like metal like i'll listen to like uh Hell yeah. cannibal corpse or something and i'll relax oh we don't do plugs on here okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah please uh yeah, do not cut mention that it. cannibal corpse plug please <laughs> although I'll they li- had a great scene in ace ventura <laughs> anyway i'll listen to like uh uh, 
you know, metal to relax. It's yeah. kind of like becomes sort of background noise or like maybe an, it sounds like an industrial machine going. Like, torch. like a, having Yeah, like band? having like a washing machine going in the background or something. That bassist plays a note called the bomb note. But I've realized, is that true? Yeah. It's like a whole other thing. You know a lot about Cannibal dude, Corpse. Dude, oh no, I'm talking about Torch. This other band called oh. Torch. They have a song called Tar Pit Carnivore. Check that out. Wow. If you want to relax, Chris. <laughs> that sounds cool. And so- I watch this can guy in the background while I'm doing stuff around the house. So like I'll just like it's like a steady hum <laughs> oh of this guy God. being like just cracking open cans and, and you got metal about, blasting. This is gonna be a good hiss. He'll be like, this is gonna hiss definitely because it's got gas in it, you know, yeah, from yeah, being yeah. in the damn can that or something. Yeah, it's and then he says it's gonna have gas. Oh wait, and then he goes, Oh no, it didn't. Oh. And then he goes, Oh, that one had a good amount of gas. Uh-oh. But there's never any, you know, it's just always a there's no no information about the gas really. But that was a lot of information about him. That yeah, we got. he's a cool, and you. He's a cool dude. Knowing and you chilled a metal in YouTube vids. Dude, he's got a like million that. fucking hits on these videos. That's the thing yeah. is someone's watching these things. Yeah, besides you. me. Right, right. It's you and your million computers. It might be. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's something that's overrated? Oh, overrated. That's right. I got this written down. Cans that don't have gas okay. in them. Um, <laughs> silent cans. A silent can. Oh, uh, overrated. I don't like that one. I, I was going to say overrated is uh, uh, modern music. Uh, but that <laughs> That's is fine that based is on the, the sounds of old hissing cans and metal. Mm-hmm. No, don't I just compare think, to the likes of Claro. I think, I feel like that guy opening old cans is getting more done than most bands these days. Because That's true. Because he's mm-hmm. like... I just think bands should be talking about something besides um, vague uh, diary entry type stuff, considering the world's end- ending. I just think most music. Who's like, like a popular band right now that you think you said you? I would love to just revamp your lyrics. Guns well, and Roses. I'm a musician and yeah. I and I'm trying to like still trying to like have a career, so I can't actually follow through on this 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 opinion. This oh got it. Got yeah, it. I yeah. can't say anything bad about it. Well, you're yeah, a throwback. You for you're a throwback. You know. I you just, bring the good things with you. I just think like a lot of music is about, um, um, you know, not mu- not much lyrically, and it's, I think yeah, it's like very interpersonal relationship stuff, and not vaping. not like sort of like hey, uh, the corporatocracy is creeping on us, and pretty soon we'll have nothing, and the earth is melting. Yeah. And oh, you haven't connect- heard the latest Arcade Fire song then, because they address all that. Oh, they do. Yeah, great. Yeah, every single one. Right. I thought they retired. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, they're back, baby. <laughs> for Just for this one <laughs> yeah. song. Yeah, the flame is brewing again. The earth is melting. But I think it's a lot because rich kids are, like, rich kids have always been musicians, like, because... They can afford the Artists stuff. in general tend well, to be the way rich. Our, well, the way our education system works, it's like musical education isn't always readily available to everyone. So, mm-hmm. like, you have to go out of your way almost to seek it. Whereas, yeah. like, other countries have, they're, have, they're steeped in musical traditions a bit more. And I grew up kind of, like, I, I'm not, like... Poor. I didn't grow up poor. Uh, uh, you know, so I'm not saying that you can't make good music if you, if you're rich. But since the music industry has just been fucked by, there's like so few opportunities now. Oh, that oh it's your career, your career. Almost all nepotism, and so like the people that tend to be making music are people who you know hang out in like uh, Atwater Village and in, in in L.A. and like just <laughs> okay. are concerned. Now with you're attacking like, me. Now you're now <laughs> you're attacking band. our audience. Yeah, oh I God. was just in Atwater Village. That's Atwater why Village I know people. who's there. The reason I know who's in Atwater Village is because I was there eating a bowl of like kimchi Acai. or some shit. I loved mm-hmm. hipster crap. Yeah, <laughs> I'm guilty of this stuff too. I'm just saying that I wish, like, considering the Trump people, yeah, you are being very and the Koch brothers are being very specific yeah. with their shit. 
that I think maybe like musicians should dial it in a little bit and like focus a little and be a little less like just like into the desert. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like everybody's yeah. just like, I love the desert. You've been to like, Joshua that's their Tree. Main, like it's like, it's like what? you have a platform now. You 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 know not, it's hard to come by a microphone in this uh, you know corporate owned landscape of Live Nation, and now we've you've got your big moment. Like, what do you want to say, trust fund kid? Uh, I like the desert. Oh, great. That's great. <laughs> I like What's the like? dessert. What's your take? Dude, have you ever been to Cabo? Right. What? That's the thing. And like, on the other hand, we got people doing travel bands and shit. So, I mean, I just yeah. think music can be, you know. Um, Wep- uh, music is the weapon of the future. I am as not. Fela Kuti once Yeah, said. I'm not mm. one of these people at all who's like musicians need to shut up or artists need to shut up yeah. or anything. Artists, anybody who's got a microphone in their hand needs to be Don't talking shut up truth to power, not talking about how much they love Joshua Tree. That's all. Fantastic. <laughs> Amen to that. What's something that's underrated? Underrated, like being nice so your career goes well. Well, and there, goes, there goes that one. And there you have it. Oh, Call it yeah. out Live Nation by name just oh, now. Oh, shit. Yes. You're right. I did. I mean, I meant Live Nation. Don't worry. No one listens to the show. Oh. Uh, underrated. Um, oh, I put my adv- my own advice column. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell my people advice about that. Column, yeah. My advice column called The Advice King is underrated. Yeah. And I've written like 120 of them, and they're fucking probably the best stuff I do. And some of the meanest, like the most recent one is uh, all about bro country. Mm-hmm. The question was, what bro country bar should I go to in Nashville? Because this Luke- is, out to let people know, explain a little bit what the advice column is, because you do that, it's, isn't that out of a Nashville I used to live in Nashville. I, 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 um, I, um, like my band, Chris Crofton and the Alcohol Stunt Band was like a big local <laughs> band. So I was kind of a local celebrity. And then, God, and then like- yeah, local god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if yeah, if one night stands where you don't come, make you a god. And they do. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, so, so I was a god. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> I can't think of any other qualification oh for god. being Let's a god. Fucking end the show on that one. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, I'm uh, I'm in therapy right now. And I'm getting into some really yeah, real yeah. shit. So I hear you. This mocha is really oh fuck. Yeah, I like okay, these mocha um, episodes. So- <laughs> That's just mocha talk. Anyway, so you're the talk of the town in Music City. So anyway, you're I backed moved, up. I moved out to <laughs> totally. Oh yeah, I mean, alcoholics never come. Um, I was an alcoholic. Weird. My you mom know, has I that mean, bumper sticker. By the time sticker. I got the got like secure enough to ask a woman to come home to my house, like right. there was no question that I was. You know, I had to be so I was so insecure. I had to be so drunk in order to tell a woman I liked her that that she, I couldn't. Hey, anyway, yeah. you get no, the idea. Now it's yeah. getting a little too real. So. <laughs> Now it is. Yeah. <laughs> Just now. Just now. I liked all the other stuff one oh, second God. ago. Yeah, good point. Okay. The, so, the trail of unsatisfied sexual partners. That was cool. Um, I mean, no, no. Well, sometimes. Well, whatever. anyway. So, so they. So they. Um, sometimes uh, I, like, I moved to LA and I got my friend who wrote for. Uh, uh, my friend Tracy, who wrote for Jezebel, used to write for the Nashville scene, and she said, you should do an advice column. Have you ever thought about doing that? Because I bet the Nashville scene would give you one because they have one for, like, Andrew W.K., and he has one, and, like, Henry Mm -hmm. Rollins has one, and you were kind of, like, that kind of a person in Nashville, so they'd probably give you one. And she immediately texted the editor of the Nashville scene, who was a person I knew, and, and they said, hell yeah, so... I've I've had it ever since since 2014 when I moved out here. Oh, so I've cool. been writing for five years, and it's like my favorite thing. And Where can you find it? Like, anywhere. If you Google the Advice King, I got some videos. 
that I made where I read the columns out loud, and, and then I've just got a billion of them uh, online. So if you if you Google Chris Croft and the Advice King, you'll find a million of them. And they're yeah. some of my favorite things I've ever done because I've, I'm forced to focus and write as opposed to just babbling shit about <laughs> right, right, right. about my sex life. <laughs> and Live Nation. Chris, what's a myth? A myth is that tear, tear a myth down. Right I'm going to tear a myth tear down. A, take of all a myth. Uh, this you're not going to like this myth. It's so break stupid. our brains right the, now. The myth is that bald guys don't use shampoo. Huh? I don't use shampoo. Do you use? I use shampoo, and this is why oh, I want to bring it up. I, that's what I'm talking about. I want to bring that's it up. I'm maybe talking, I'm insane. Side hair. I maybe. might be insane. Yeah. I might use shampoo for no reason at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just to psychologically right, make right, myself feel better. Right. right. Oh, like maybe the shampoo but will shame the I hair. I use a lot you of do shampoo. Have hair, though. Like I have a little hair. Yeah. So what would you use? Like a bar of soap on it? Or that's like, what I. That's oh, exactly. Yeah, thank you very slander. much. That's exactly right. Right. And thank I feel you. like See? it's mean when people say they say, "Oh, some people say you save money on shampoo or whatever." All the time. Like my aunt said that to me when I was home for Christmas. Well, she should mind her own goddamn business. That's exactly right. And I went. I went. Now I'm, give me that bar of soap. Yeah. I was at home. Fucking, well, yeah. Just give me that you, Dove Rock. I'm so glad you brought up bar of soap because that is so funny. Because yeah, like just because the side hair is not significant doesn't mean it has to be dry. Right. Wow. Doesn't That's have to be unhealthy to or at any unhealthier than it is. I cut my hair usually so low that there's not there's like a fraction of an inch of hair that i don't know what what shampoo would do to it well probably I would moisturize sh- it. see i think part of it i think unless it's inter- i use like coconut oil you know on my skull well see you're young yeah. well you have, are you bald yeah For real I'm bald losing, well i'm losing I'm, it'll be vape it'll be vaporized in a few years well i'm um, on the trail of tears blake you have a nice head of hair that, that's very nice of you to say but it's going well, and you're, um oh you're rich yeah. in hair i mean if you're when you want to lose I'll your hair you. you're gonna uh, be you're gonna be i'll trade you Remember this. Well, this goddamn government's trying you're to in, tax you're my hair. You're on Insecure Comedy Talk, the podcast. Oh, my God. Yeah, so comedy talk. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no, I'm losing my hair. Nah, bro. I used no, to have man. a hey, take that. Hey, you're, you have great bone structure, though. I think it's a great bone structure table. Holy hell. This, yeah. this day's uh, the greatest day of my life. Uh, I've Dude, I bet you come all the time. Hell yeah! <laughs> take I take back everything else I said that was weird. I have great bone structure. Why yeah. am I sad? Right. Why am I not coming? I have great <laughs> bone structure. Why am I not coming? Okay. The Chris Cofton stroke. Okay, I think uh, I think that's enough. But yeah, shampoo. It's, it's, anyway, my aunt just that. said I was going to the. I didn't even. My aunt's like, I visited her upstate New York. I've right. not seen her in years. We were never that close, but I love her. Yeah, and yeah. she loves me. I think, but I mean, we just didn't hang a lot. Right. And so like, I kind of like, back together. I was going, so I went up there, to, it was her 44th anniversary in uh, AA, mm-hmm. and it was, it's my eighth this month. Oh, oh congrats. congrats. And, uh, thank you. And, um, and, and so I went up there to celebrate and I, I don't, you're not really supposed to say AA, uh, I guess on, you know, AA, you're not supposed to say AA, but uh, 12 step program, but, right. you know, it's like, it's a great program. Anyway, just, I want to say that it's a great program if you're ever considering uh, quitting drinking. So uh, she like I was walking down the hall and I said I'm gonna take a shower before we go to the meeting. Right. She's been sober 44 years, by the way. Which at this point, you know, it's like you're yeah. not, you know, you're just going for the cake. Right. And um, <laughs> is that what you get on your 45th? Yeah. You, every birthday you get a cake. Right. Is it a good cake? I mean, whatever your group gives you a cake okay, and they so give you like a medallion. Yeah, yeah. But oh, I nice. mean, yeah, you're just collecting like but, swag at that. Once you're 44 years <laughs> yeah, sober, like I yeah, mean, you for flare. Sake, yeah, you've you're fully. I don't feel like my aunt's about to drink. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> so you're on your way to the. So I'm just in the way. I said I'm going to grab a shower, yeah. and she goes, she goes, don't use too much shampoo. 
Oh. And I didn't understand what it meant because I've not been bullied in a while. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I've not been bullied in a while. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, oh, okay. Because I realized it between the O and the OK. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, like when we were asked oh, for milk? Okay. Oh, someone just, cool. just took a Cool. Can show I tell it? you some shit now? Yeah. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, chicken legs. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, oh. Right. She needs Fighting to do words. squats. I didn't say anything to her. No. Uh, skipping leg day for what? Yeah. 60 years yeah, now? Yeah, exactly. What huh. if I went after her right back? Yeah. Uh, I bet you use tons of but, shampoo, yeah. you hairy motherfucker. Wow. <laughs> See, that's a problem. I think a comedian gets insulted and realizes they might have to clap back. Typically, it'll be a Too disproportionate <laughs> response. Yeah. You totally get slapped in the face. What the fuck did you just say yeah. about me? Oh, my God. Oh, well, you have a... herpes. It's like, whoa. I who knows where you got it from? My whole family knows you have herpes. We heard about it when we were like 12. My dad told yeah, us. Yeah, and we were told not to say anything or else we wouldn't get Christmas presents. Oops. So. Oh, oh, oh. Disproportionate, <laughs> disproportionate clap Welcome back. to the Petty Insecure Man Podcast. <laughs> the, best, right. the best heckler line I've ever heard in my life was at a bar in Boston, and there was a comedian named Tom Dustin, and someone was heckling him who happened to have a lazy eye and oh, no. uh, was saying, like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And then Tom Dustin goes, what do you hear out of that fucking eye? Oh, and it was shit. the fucking oh, most devastating no. thing real good. I've ever heard. It was so That's cool. When- Real that's good. like the one yeah, time like, where an audience won't get on the comedian for like hundred percent, like literally sit, like committing verbal assault. Yeah, the uh, audience member gave him a slap on the wrist, and he like launched a missile at the audience member. Right. Like it was not. That's evil. really good. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. A curse on your house. Right. All right, let's take a quick break, <laughs> and we'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, and let's just check in with this whole impeachment thing. Girl, I'm talking about impeaching this creep. So the creep has been, well, look, the impeachment is on its way, okay? Uh, today, if as of this recording, uh, Nancy Pelosi should be voting on impeachment managers who will, you know, guide it through the Senate, uh, as well as officially transmitting the two articles to the Senate for that phase. And I think most of us have looked at what the Senate looks like uh, with Mitch McConnell at the wheel, I just thought, you know, fuck it. I don't know. There's probably nothing going to happen. No. Because this uh, old scrot throat uh, won't, you know, <laughs> oh, is going to do whatever the fuck he wants over there. And it, but look, good news. You just good. came at him like he made a shampoo yeah. joke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, you um, fuck out of that yeah. throat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We have derailed. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, I should have known getting Blake and Chrissy here. We're oh, here for a ride. Um, so it turns out at the, our, our biggest concern, I think most people who have been paying attention was that he would just like, you know, he was uh, sponsoring and signing on to bills that were just basically saying, yeah, we'll dismiss the case before we even let's just dismiss it. Let's just not even hear it. What do we say to that? And it turns out there might not be the votes to do that. So they're having to rethink their plan and actually this dude might not even have the votes to keep witnesses from testifying. Hmm. Wow. So which is a big development because a lot of uh, the like the the fuss coming out of uh, the Senate on the GOP side and the White House basically saying like they think that there are at least four Republicans probably and likely more uh, that will vote with Democrats to call witnesses and they just need a simple majority. So that's wow. 51 oh, wow. votes. You only need what? Uh, four people? Mm-hmm. To go with go I with didn't you. know that. Yeah, so suddenly that's exciting. Lisa Murkowski, Susan Collins, Mitt Romney, and Cory Gardner uh, of Colorado, they and 
They also look at uh, Rand Paul and Lamar Alexander from Tennessee uh, as Such. wild cards because they don't quite know those two because they've been being like, I don't like what's going on. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, and that's been throwing a huge wrench in the gears. And I mean, you know, it sounds good, but I, obviously it's Mitch McConnell, so I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. And I think for him, he's looking at it as like, if I took a vote on dismissing it and lost it, it's going to look awful yeah. for a lot of vulnerable senators yeah. who are running that they're like, they're basically voting to, for a full cover up, like yeah. no trial, sham, just bullshit cover up. Um, so I think they're recalculating a bit. It's like, okay, well, I don't, I'm not going to take a vote to the floor that I'm going to lose. So it now looks like there will be good possibility of witnesses and not just like the kinds that they were wanting in the house, which are like, well, this, this random father agrees that Trump did not do anything <laughs> impeachable. Let's ask him. I don't know. I have these constitutional law professors. What about this guy, Hank? Like, so it, it, again, though, there could be some witnesses and then they'll probably just acquit. Yeah, Rand Paul's been like ramping up his criticism of Trump lately over yeah. the past few weeks, especially since um, the uh, the Iran- Soleimani, yeah, yeah, assassination uh, crisis. Yeah. Yes, um, and uh, so that could be a way for him setting the table to uh, actually make this vote, or it could just be Rand Paul uh, saying, randomly yeah. saying shit, and then he won't. Yeah, so, I, yeah, it's it's hard to know with so many of these Republicans because. They're, they've always been crucial votes. At one point, you know, you, with the Brett Kavanaugh hearing, you thought, oh, my God, maybe it's like Susan Collins. And it's always they Susan, might Susan Collins yeah. is the worst. And then she's like, I'm just I mean, disturbed. Seriously. It's yeah. always just, it's the same thing. It's always like, disappointed in the president, disturbed by these actions. Mm-hmm. Yes, I will vote for whatever he wants me to. Right, right, right. Well, let exactly. me just get this yeah. soundbite out. Uh, but I think, especially for Susan Collins, I mean, the amount of pressure coming out of her state uh, for her to like, detach herself from like the umbilical cord of the white house like yeah. come on but i'm wondering like what uh, what is made i mean she's already uh, I, I can't imagine anybody who's evolving their position on susan collins like in maine <laughs> yeah you know, i have no, to like, i'm starting to really think susan collins is full of shit <laughs> oh wait she's gonna oh she says she's considering voting for witnesses so she's, maybe she's not full of shit i mean you know what i well, mean it's like, funny so though she's too, done this so many times right? over it's like the, jeff flake yeah over like the mm-hmm. christmas and new year's holiday there were murmurs that oh susan collins may come to the light actually and maybe on the witness side and then suddenly it's like oh maybe not maybe not maybe not and i think this is where the tactic and nancy pelosi delaying transmitting it to the Senate has created enough space in between for people to digest everything and then really take a look at what's going on in the Senate and be like, wait, hold on. Like you're not even trying to do like a trial. Right. Like that's, and I think that's where people like who, uh, Lamar Alexander, who, you know, they describe as an institutionalist, like really believes like under, I didn't even know he was still in the, in the, I waited on him one time in Nashville. Good guy. He, uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 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 big tipper. He seems great. Um, I mean, he's the same as like I, 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 over my years as a server, I've waited on a bunch of Orville, what not Orville Redenbacher, what he is, Orrin right. Hatch. Oh, um, oh, wow. I waited on that guy. These guys, they're emperors. I mean, they carry oh, right themselves there, yeah. like they've got. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy, Orrin Hatch had the softest skin. I mean, his hands were so soft. I shook hands with him. They, I mean, it's absurd. You These like people, tripping or something. I mean, they're like, they're, like, that's not they're skin. like baby hands. Like he's never done. He has like they don't prepare their reports. They don't do their research. They don't do yeah, anything. They, have the whole staff, they yeah. just walk around. He was like perfumed. 
Like Orrin Hatch smells yeah. amazing. Wow. And he like, had marshmallow skin. He had like fucking beautiful pedic. I mean, he, uh, not a pedicure. I didn't see his feet. He had like Mickey Mouse hands. It's like, yeah, just, you know, beautifully pedicured fingernails. He smelled great. Wearing like a, a fucking custom suit. I mean, these guys, same with Lamar Alexander. They carry themselves like royalty. I mean, I, Lamar Alexander, he must. I can't believe he's still a senator. I did stand up once with Arlen Specter. What? Yeah. Don't Why? tell what anyone. Do in the audience or <laughs> No, he was on the show. Like he dropped in. I was this was like 10 years ago. I was in Philly, uh like s- still doing open mics. Not anymore. And uh <laughs> this uh and then he they're like, "Hey, someone's dropping in tonight." And I thought it was a big famous comedian and it was Senator Arlen Specter. Wow. And he wasn't bad. Like he clearly had writers, you know, like which is such a bummer. But he had good chops like to deliver the jokes. Yeah, cuz he can speak, you know, obviously. Right. Like it's what's coming out of his mouth that's the, that was the issue. But like yeah, he was uh he wasn't bad. So mm. yeah, Google Google Arlen Specter stand-up comedy if you want to get depressed. More depressed. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I love when like people like Lamar Alexander like dust off their principles. Well, we we've yet to see though. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right, right, still, right, 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 right. Let's not I, jinx I it. I believe wood, it when wood. I look at the roll call vote and I see where the yays and the fucking nays. That's what yes. I, I can't believe this. I thought that the only person who was going to vote for witnesses was uh, Mitt Romney. Was the last I heard. And then he even was waffling. Yeah. So it seems like maybe now they're feeling a bit of the pressure. And there's even a little bit more pushback too because now they're. You know, uh, Tim Kaine has uh, a bill to rein in the the ability of the president to basically just unilaterally stri- conduct military strikes around the mm-hmm. world without, you know, checking in with Congress. Yeah. Um, and so Tim Kaine has a bill that now he thinks there are probably about 10 Republican senators who are going to vote with Democrats on this, especially like Mike Lee. I think he's been the most vocal about it ever since that sham briefing that happened. And he was yeah. like, he came out like, Pissed. He was real mad. He was like, I've never, like, what? Did you see the Fox News cutaway on that? No. Well, they, they <laughs> uh, I saw it on, uh, I, I listened to uh, Watch Sam Cedar a lot. You know that show? Yeah, yeah. Sure, Majority yeah. Report. I like that show a lot. Okay. Um, but that those guys, you know, show clips and things, and they, they showed the clip of Fox News where they were doing a live, like, they were showing the senators' reactions live, and so they thought it was safe to show Mike Lee because he was a Republican. And he was in the middle of this, like, <laughs> really, you know, impassioned and unusual comment. And they just cut away in the middle. And they're like, so they're just giving their comments now. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like, I mean, they He's really. He's making it hot. Yeah. Oh, shit, 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 Who's shit. that Someone guy in the control like, room who has, like, the who knows? Yeah. And it, it was like, you. And they, oh, was not, not only did they cut away, yeah, like, the guy got in the earpiece, like, we're cutting. But also that he just was like, oh, yeah, just another. Like the guy was like yelling into the camera, and he's like, "Well, we're just getting our regular reactions for the briefing." Uh, right, right. Republicans That's not what's saying like, this yeah. was a fucking just a tragedy yeah. of a fucking yeah, briefing. Yeah, it was kind of no amazing, answers. but that, that, they're like they got it. You know, they've got these people trained. I mean, they don't give a fuck. Those yeah. like, yeah, oh, another normal comment from yeah. Mike Lee. He's like screaming, and spitting. That's all what the a camera. happy person looks like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. right. He's like, oh yeah, he's loving the president mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Uh, but he, uh, you know. It, when he did give that, he was he was careful to not directly attack the president. He's like, "I love the president." Okay, this briefing trashed though, because uh, again, they still they can't bite the hand that feeds. And when you look sort of at uh, with Mike Lee said, he's like, "It's not unreasonable that there might be a group of ten who should be considered potential candidates to vote for it." And he said, "This resolution is completely non-controversial." Like, there's no reason no one should yeah. be like opposed to this. Yeah, it's about reasserting. The Constitution declared that the Congress has the sole power to declare wars. That's it. Mm-hmm. We believe in that, right? We keep talking about the Constitution, but 
Yeah, that, Matt, Gaetz, Matt Gates. Matt uh, Gates apparently, you know, I know Trump's he, main lapdog. He ran afoul. He's got his his constituency in Florida is largely military. Uh, he's got a lot of military bases in his district, so he was forced. Yeah. To to come out in favor of that, and he he must have hated it because Trump is apparently. One of the cons I've people heard- out of the White House were like, "That was the quote was I'm not joking, super uncool of him." Yeah, they to do that. <laughs> oh my god! So they 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 apparently aren't talking to him. Like yeah. I mean, he's really no, he's being had a frozen consequence out. Yeah. for. I mean, yeah. which he totally deserves. It's just mean girl shit, but like with yeah. millions of lives at stake. Of I mean, course, <laughs> yeah. Like, don't sit with us at lunch. Okay, as that scary. was very uncool. <laughs> uh, so again, if that passes the Senate, it would go to the House, and then Trump would veto it. Great. And that's how it works. Yeah. Uh, now, I just want to talk about the Murdoch family because uh, obviously in Australia, the fires have been just devastating. Uh, I, you know, I think 27 people have passed away and they suspect like almost something like 1 billion animals. Yeah, it was like uh, half a million like last week. So, um, And then the countless destruction of homes and, and just the destruction of fires. It's, it's a tragic, tragic scene. Um, and what happened was... I. I there was a quote that came out uh, from Rupert Murdoch's son, James. Um, is he the one who shit his pants on that HBO show? Oh, one of them shit their pants? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was just... <laughs> is he, I know Lachlan, he's Lachlan's younger brother. Mm-hmm. So was it Lachlan or James? Oh, it was a secession joke, but go on. Oh. No, that's on me. That's Damn not it. your fault. Wait, who no. shit himself on in, uh, in Kendall. the show? Kendall. Did he? Right? Yeah, he shit his bed. Oh, that's right. Spoiler alert. It's a major plot oh, point. Oh, God. We should have warned people about succession spoilers. I know. God damn it. The whole plot you of the whole show. You know what's sad? The, everything is so coming, like, bleeding into each other that I don't know a succession joke from real life. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's actually reasonable. And I, I don't know how to make that. one, apparently. And Mr. <laughs> and Mr. And Mr. Mr. Guy watches some guy open old food, food all day falls silent. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Can Goods your, over there. Your version of prestige television is someone <laughs> yeah, getting mm. violently ill. There's uh, a guy eating old horse meat out of a can. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so you know the Murdochs they run Fox News, and also in Australia where he's from, they he has over 140 newspapers, has like 3,000 journalists working for him, and they've done a great job of basically denying climate change has anything to do with these fires. Um, and this is where, uh, James, his Murdoch, his own son was like, dude, what the fuck is this? He's like the, they're, I guess through a spokesperson gave this quote that Catherine and James views on climate are well-established and their frustration with some of the news corp and Fox coverage of the topic is also well-known. They're particularly disappointed in the ongoing denial among the news outlets in Australia, given obvious evidence to the contrary. Very, I mean, that's a very reasonable statement just in general, because yeah. I think anyone who, you know, doesn't think they know more than scientists uh, will say, yes, I believe that climate change is occurring. And most people can witness it with their own eyes, yeah. especially with this fire. But some of the quotes um, in this Daily Beast article they were pulling um, when the fires were burning, like back in November, uh, one of the columnists for, in Australia for a News Corp owned publication said, quote, hysterical efforts to blame the fires on climate change continue, even though we have always faced this threat and always will. Now, by hysterical, <laughs> do they mean like, you know, fear mongering and like scared or do they mean hilarious? I don't know. It's hard to know when yeah. people are <laughs> it's climate equally change as insulting. Yeah, 100 <laughs> percent. The next day, 
uh, in the Herald Sun. Let's assume you're silly enough to think global warming is causing worse bushfires around the world. In fact, a recent NASA study found that the area burned by fire has dropped 24% over 18 years. True, the world has warmed slightly as it rebounds from the little ice age that stretched from 1300 to around 1870. But can we cool it on this panic? In that time of warming, life expectancy has shot up, world grain crops have set new records, and the death rate from extreme weather has been slashed by 99%. Who said that? That's from another Fox-owned thing of basically pivoting off of that's that's a little that's like the subtle version where it's like, yeah, like I get the fires are burning, but it's like, but really, are we doing that bad considering these stats yeah. that are completely mm-hmm. disconnected? I mean, also talk about the advances in technology that those stats don't go up because climate change isn't real. But again, this is the logic that's applied. Um, and then there was someone who went on Ingram, Laura Ingram's show, the Ingram Angle on just a few weeks ago. And this guy was like, they just arrested 12 people in Australia for those fires, and they were blaming it on climate change. Wrong again. Then he added, this is incomplete reporting, Laura. Though Australia has had the highest temperatures on record, the driest season ever, it's not correct to say climate change caused these wildfires. Now, I don't know if they're splitting hairs to say that climate change created the spark that literally set the fires, but most people are talking about the conditions in which the fires are like exacerbated which is created out of climate change. But this is sort of, uh, I don't know, it's, you know, this happens obviously in on our news too, because you have an entire uh, media apparatus that's invested in keeping the status quo. Uh, but it was interesting to see a, a bit of a fracture uh, in the Murdoch family. On yeah. That. But I guess given like how devastating the d- destruction is, I can't imagine being Australian and having someone trying to, you know, force feed you this bullshit climate change and I'll be like, yeah, OK, that that works for me. And it's just not the right time to do it. You know, like it's like when we had the fires out here and Trump was attacking, you know, like the firefighters and like, right. you know, like, or I'm sorry, the ones in uh, northern California. It's just listen, if you ha- even if you have this awfully incorrect opinion based on no fact whatsoever, mm-hmm. just keep it to yourself until people are safe again, you know, right. and then maybe. While people are trying to heal, <laughs> but that's not. But that's how all these like you know these outrage take people work. It's like yeah. you gotta you gotta throw in the most you know provocative take when people are at their most upset about something. Well, that's and an interesting point because they have no problem politicizing a tragedy, mm-hmm. and then and then when it's a gun thing, they say, "How dare you talk about right when it's any issue that's not." That's not, you know, the, on the other Their side, issue. they're like, you can't talk about the, well, yeah, how are you doing? That's why there's no, re- like, it's such a disingenuous uh, approach to it. It's, it's like, insane. You can't, ta- can't take someone seriously when they, there, there's no, you know, uh, terra firma that we can mm-hmm. both agree we are standing on. Bullies, this is, I was thinking, bullies always. Bullies always I'm- get made fun of for their baldness. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait a minute, huh? Uh, I... I just know that bullies' main thing is acting like any... They always act like they're not worried. That's their main move. Like, the main move of a bully is that everyone else is neurotic and they're relaxed as a way to get laid. Like oh, you mean like the gaslighty version? Yeah. Like, I'm just, chilled out. That's what dude. they're yeah. doing. Like, I don't it's care. Like, the whole Fox News model is just like high school bullies. Like, they laugh at liberals because that makes them look like they... Like, for the time being, that will get them laid because a mate will like to be with them because they make... They they don't believe in global warming and that makes their mate feel like less likely to be affected by global warming. Yeah, like, right. You we know, don't their care. mate's like, I love it when I'm with Jesse Waters from Waters World yeah. because right now global warming is still survivable and then she gets to be like, or he 
Whoever going at, that's like, also what Laura Earth is going to be called. Laura Waters Ingraham's yeah. boyfriend. Laura, Laura Ingraham's boyfriend. Ingraham. Yeah, I like that. Gets the lay Lincoln. on her. Gets yeah. the lay on her chest in bed, and you know that's the way it goes. Like he lays on her chest, and he says, "Tell me again how climate change yeah, isn't real." Stroke my hair, mommy. Yeah, right. like mommy, tell me. And she's like, "Climate change isn't real. Are you kidding me? You'll be safe with me forever." Or she goes, "Are you fucking Dinesh, idiot, Dinesh D'Souza? Climate change is real. Dine- oh, little fuck. Dinesh. D'Souza? She, she dated yeah. Dinesh D'Souza. I mean, they imagine, did. Yes. Okay. Holy Lucky. hell! That literally a match made in hell. So anyway, I, it's just a, it's a it's funny that the bully it works until you know until like Jesse so Waters is dragged off the set by a squid. But until then, <laughs> mm. they will be just saying like <laughs> what me worry. I mean yeah. that's the whole gig for a bully and, and like for a rich person and they feel safer too, which which informs their opinion. Like they're feeling safe. Like they yeah. don't feel any, well, they have air conditioning everywhere they go. And right. if you, even if you entertain right. that idea, it's probably too frightening, which is why I think there's a certain appeal of thinking like that is like, well, if it's not real to me, I can just keep operating in a way that I don't have to live with this existential dread that yeah. other people yeah. have. And most I, people have it, and but I they can just compartmentalize. Make fun of people who who express their dread for being worry warts and that the sky is fall- henny penny. The sky is falling was mm-hmm. a classic bully line from Rumsfeld during the Iraq War. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, just shit that's like it's yeah. straight out of eighth grade. Yeah. Like, ooh, Henny Penny, the sky's falling. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh God, why does that make me mad? Because it's diminishing. It's like you have a point to make, and they just go like, "Ha ha! Look at the person freaking right. out!" And then they get friends because those people are like, "I want to be with the guy who says There's everything's going to be okay." Mm-hmm. Not the guy who's not, like, yeah. "Think about what is going to yeah. happen." Yeah, not with that. Not, not with Chris Crofton, that guy who's always worrying. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not taking any of this shit personally. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Everything for me comes uh, back to my high school story. <laughs> yeah. And let me explain to you. Yeah, let me tell me. Henny Penny was my bully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. And I just, you know, we were talking about some heavy stuff, and I just do want to take this moment to quickly breathe a sigh of relief for Felicity Huffman and William H. Macy's daughter, Sophia Macy. Uh, Because it was real... We were really, we didn't know what was going to go on. Will she get into college? Will she have the resources to survive on this earth with two acclaimed actors for parents? And it turns out she will be okay because she's just booked a role on season two of Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone. Oh, thank God. Okay. Oh, thank fucking God. Which is funny because she is in oh. an episode called Among the Untrodden. So I'm, I'm curious to know what that means. Hmm. There'll well, be a little. Hmm. Well, she's been trodden upon. I know. So <laughs> she's downtrodden. She yeah. is the downtrodden. <laughs> she is. She is. So I mean, you know, well, you, we'll you gotta love to see people when they get work. And she booked. She booked. Is that a digital series? Oh no, no. Well, I mean, what is? Isn't it on CBS Digital or something? The I Twilight so. Zone or Showtime? C- CBS Digital, by the way, is just VHS. It's <laughs> 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 their version of a digital channel. <laughs> wow. Between Live Nation and the CBS digs, mm-hmm. none of y'all interested in Oh, working, these huh? bridges are burning, Burnt. baby. Oh, yeah. Related news, I went to a cattle call audition for a Ford commercial. Congratulations. And, oh, nothing happened. Oh, damn it. They, I was treated, they were mean. Treated, mean were they hitting mean. you literally with cattle prods? They're mean, they're just mean. They're like, know. hey, get in your, get in your corner mm, with the other <laughs> older white guys. Is the Ford cattle Asian call women a this way? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was not. It was not for a car call. The cattle call. But that's better. Yeah, anyway. The Ford cattle call. Um, okay, 
Oh I wait, just, that's oh. like uh, whatever. What's her name? Uh, the one, uh, the other one, not Felicity Huffman, but the uh, the the Lori Loughlin. Loughlin. Yeah, the, you guys probably talked about it already. Oh yeah, the learning I, judo for the. See that that ended up being a fake story. Oh bummer! Know? Damn it, because that. I mean, that, that story, doesn't mean it's still not true. Even that story, a fake pre- story. Yeah. that story presupposes a wealthy white person of means thinks they're going to go to jail. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's a false premise. Already. I knew it was a joke from the start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, Kanye West. <laughs> Heard of him? Yeah. Quick, quick. Uh, What's quick he up survey. to? Heard of Kanye? Blake? That's a hard yes. Chris? Heard I've of heard him? of Kanye okay, West. Okay, good. Yes. Going to make sure we're on the same page. Right. Uh, he is slated to be at some te- uh, evangelical event called Awaken 2020 at the Sun Devil Stadium in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, fuck yeah. And, I mean, it's a, it's an interesting assortment of evangelicals with all kinds of interesting beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew, obviously, with Joel Osteen like, embracing Kanye, there's clearly evangelicals were warming to him. <laughs> but I didn't realize that they quite literally believe that he will spark the new great awakening. Do you think that Kanye is trolling everybody? I don't know. I it's go, it's going to move. At this point it's going too deep. Right. Like the troll has like and like if you're going to troll you're doing it wrong. Now right. now you're in the rom-com where you're like I know, I know. I said I'm an evangelical, but it started as a troll. But now I really do love you. Like I feel like right. the joke, the prank part. It's it's too late now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really don't. I I I don't know what is. I don't care to understand what he's thinking. But I will take him to believe, or I will believe that what he's putting out there about this whole like I don't give a fuck. I'm MAGA. Fine. If that's you, that's fine. I'm I, then you know. There's plenty of trash people. Out I think there. it's cold brew related. Wow. Oh, it has talk about. Okay. No, talk that talk. What do you Just think? Just that he might be having too much cold brew. Oh, not you enough know, you have Not enough, enough cold, eggs. Yeah, you have enough cold brew. Yeah. You go through a brain wipe, you end up at a damn <laughs> evangelical conference. <laughs> the next Arizona thing. State <laughs> and you Stadium. Say you're a, the Sun Devil Stadium. Wearing a robe and you say, what the hell happened? I mean, so this whole thing... <laughs> The people he's appealing with, I just want to sort of underline, right? Because if you do think like, oh man, he's just like about, you know, religion or whatever and freeing people, the ideologies of some of these people has nothing to do with freedom and has everything to do with oppression. Uh, One person, Guillermo Maldonado, um, his church recently hosted the president at a campaign kickoff for evangelicals for Trump. um, And he has said that God raised up Trump as part of his end times plans for America. That's one guy, okay? There's another person named Che On, is a promoter of Seven Mountains Dominionism, which teaches that Satan has had control of many of the mountains of influence in society, like government, media, entertainment, etc., and that the right kind of Christians need to uh, gain control over them, uh, and has said that if Christians are in charge of the mountain of government, they can make decrees and declarations and can influence the whole mountain. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. also rabid, and you can also assume every person is a rabid anti-LGBTQ Oh, yeah, person. that goes without uh, saying. Lou Engel has used his prayer events to call for an end to abortion in America, to mobilize resistance to LGBTQ equality, and to ask God to, quote, remove pro-choice Supreme Court justices so that President Donald Trump can replace them with justices who will eliminate the right to abortion. That's pretty standard, actually, for evangelicals. So are these, like, keynote speakers? Yeah, these are all the thing? people who oh, are like, good. and speaking, Kanye West, Lou Engel, Cheon, and the prophet, literally this prophet, Cindy Jacobs, uh, who has t- told a gathering uh, that God wants Christians to become so wealthy it will make Jews jealous, sparking a, quote, great harvest of Jewish conversions. 
That's the other kind of thinkers oh, that are on this fucking God. panel. Wow. Who books this, by the way? Holy uh, what's their email? I think Live Nation. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be airing on CBS Digital. Got him. Um, yeah, and then in 2018, she said, oh, this will really get you. There's a reason God brought so many Asians to California. The Lord told us that it was like a hidden weapon. The Asians were like a hidden weapon that God wanted to use to turn the elections. Who said that? The same, this prophet, Cindy Jacobs. Oh, this prophet. Jesus. Yeah. So, I mean, my goodness. That's when I'm like, oh, because I think, again, uh, if Kanye doesn't know what he's doing, then he's being manipulated to just be like, yeah, go here, go here, go here. And he's thinking fine. Or he has no nuance to his thinking that he says, if I'm doing God stuff, that how controversial can that be? It's religion. Right. Not looking into any of these people who are like, oh, he's going to tr- cause the new great awakening in America where like the Christian right will take over the country. Thanks to everyone like with co- with uh, Kanye co-signing this kind of theology um, or I don't know. It's it's just very odd. Or he does know who these people are. And that's how he really does think. It's it is like one of those things where when if if this is if he's not doing this on purpose, you know, like if this mm-hmm. is some sort of accidental thing he's stumbling to, when does he have his awakening and it literally should be when you look at the people standing around you and you you look at their bios that you just read i mean obviously they yeah. probably you know hide a few of these things they wouldn't say it in the exact same way you just no that's them. how right or actually maybe they would no right. maybe that would be actually word for word their bio on their brochure and you're looking around you're like oh fuck is this a company i'm keeping right now you know what I mean? Because there's going to be nobody like Kanye. Yeah, who's there. he going to relate to in a yeah. thing like that? That's why. And how are they going to treat him? I think him there too. must be something wrong with him. There must be like he must be having a one of these manic manic episodes. Or, yeah, I mean they said that it's a manic season. I mean it, that seems like some kind of either he's trolling or it's some kind of mental breakdown. Because he, as a, I just I just don't understand how he could because. Just to have a conversation, one conversation at a conference like that would be so awkward. Kanye is very smart. These people are not smart. I think also, but it's also your ego and your narcissism, right? Because if you suddenly, you say one dumb thing and you don't want to say sorry, then that will kind of begin to create a magnetism to another group of people. That's Uh, true. And they're welcoming. And that's why Trump used to be a goddamn Democrat. Right, exactly. Until he was like, Mm -hmm. "Mm, we don't like this. And he goes... Then, then at that point, your ego is just in survival yep. mode. It's like, well, where are the likes at? I'll go Where's where the, the applause are. at? Yeah, it makes right. sense. And I don't give a fuck. And actually, that sucks. That's where you. Re- that's where you really reveal. It's like, no, nah, my end game is just to have my ego stroked. Yeah, that's it. Hmm. I think the thing that makes me maddest is, I mean, that whole idea that that Pompeo apparently and Barr both are religious nuts who all think that, that there's going to be some final conflict in all their. So our foreign policy is being run by these Christian zealots who actually think like a war in the Middle East is necessary and all these crazy things to get Jesus Jesus to come back. And yeah. I can't, I mean, that's just blows my mind because, well, because every fucking generation wants the world to end during their time so they can get a special performance. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, oh, I want the Armageddon. One night only. Christ. I want the Armageddon. I want it during my time alive. Yeah. It's the yeah. most childish. It is some shit. Like, why would we get the answers? Why would we be? Oh, yeah. yeah. All we need to do is install a fucking idiot as president, and then we have a war over here, and then we get to find out why we're alive. Yeah. That's the dumbest, most but, childish. But that shows And you, the fact that I think Live you're talking Nation. about Mike Pence, not William Barr. <laughs> no, it's, William Barr apparently is a major. He's also in the end times oh, theology. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah, they uh, they they really loved they love to see it. He's one of these Opus Dei guys. Do you know what Opus Dei is? 
Yeah, oh yeah. Bro. Oh yeah. yeah. The truth is out there, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know what it is? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. It's that, just that fun. That group of fundamentalist Catholics or whatever. Sure. Barr is one of them. Mm. Um, and Pompeo is too. I love but, that Pompeo thinks he's Pompeo's I mean, going to get raptured to heaven. That greasy. Yeah. There's like no that way. oily. Pig man is going to go to heaven? I doubt it. Yeah, he I, looks he's... like he's going to go down a slide straight to. Uh oh, H E double hockey sticks. I don't, don't like. Say it. Do I can't stand Mike Pompeo. I can't it. stand it. It's not nice to call, but he's he's just a, just a, nah, he's a he's 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 not a holy man. Look at him. No, none of these people. Are. <laughs> yeah, they're That's, crazy. Like, they're a bunch the, of misfits. All these people have completely abandoned. Yeah, any Jesus kind is of not going to save Steve oh, Mnuchin yeah. and his fucking horrible Cruella Deville woman Dude, he's married to. But those, that photo of her holding up the sheet That's of money, those black about. leather gloves. I'm like, they're going to get. They want Jesus to come back. They're out of their minds. Yeah. Jesus is going to stomp a mud hole in their ass. Fuck Whoa, yeah. Whoa, hell yeah. That's right. <laughs> Let them know. One night only. <laughs> Jesus stomping a mud hole in that ass. I mean, seriously. Mike Pompeo thinks Jesus is going to be psyched to meet him. Yo, if, but yeah. you know what's funny? Imagine if Jesus comes down and he's like, yeah, what's up, y'all? Pompe- y'all really did my will. Welcome to the club. <laughs> the rest of you guys are down. fucking evil. What? Uh, yeah. Where well, is Mike Pompeo? First order of business. Yeah. I, need, I need to come see him. Okay, uh, y'all been eating my body? Yeah. Okay. okay. Good. All right, just making sure. And okay. what about all the, my blood? What about all the people who came before Christ, like before AD? Oh, bad timing. All those people before bad that, timing. they don't get any no nope. narrative. No. Sorry. Or people that come save them or Your anything. Your parents should have fucked they later. Could, they couldn't have started a war. <laughs> Even if they started a war, there was no one to come back and yeah, show up and have a. Party yeah, they right? tried. Like, yeah. yeah. What if we get the? This- I bet the people who were like really close, are uh, you know, within like a few centuries of like Christianity fully becoming like a religion, those people were like, "Yo, it's probably due now to come back." Probably. Yeah. And they, I feel bad for them. Everybody yeah. dies looking at their watch, waiting for him to come back. Yeah. Uh, okay. I just want to. I just want to also bring up another thing, uh, because Blake, you're from. Philadelphia, right? Am I am I saying that right? Uh, yes. Okay. F I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like uh, Philadelphia. I like Philadelphia. I. Excellent. Did you know? Did you know Philadelphia cream cheese is not from Philly? That's not funny. Okay. That's not funny. I know. I didn't Why would wanna, you say uh, this? I'm sorry. I should. We can this. edit this out. Right? No, no, we won't. He's trying, to get, he's trying to get we Jesus to come back by starting this. Bon yeah, Appetit. Well, he's going, Jesus is on edit, his way. You keep look, talking like this. editor mm-hmm. at Bon Appetit. That old rag. Yeah, that old rag. Spun this old yarn. Ugh. Wait till you get a load of this. Fine. So what happened was the Philadelphia brand, okay, right. dates back to the late 1800s. But this is when dairies in Pennsylvania at the time, they were getting in the dairy scene. They were making their name out there because they had this soft, creamy cheese mm-hmm. made with whole milk. Okay, okay back to yeah. you, Chris. This all ties back to you now. Now, now, now it's whole milk. Whole milk? 2%? you're talking about your mocha. Fat? Good. Keep that in your mind. Yes. Then in New York, they were making uh, a version with skim milk, and that was too chalky. And they were like, "God damn it! Yeah, this other shit from Philly is really good." City. Exactly. <laughs> Look, hey, you said, "Hey, I don't want that smoke." Yeah, that's all from this Philly fan over there. Uh, but then this one New Yorker named William Lawrence, well, mm. Bill Lawrence, my drama teacher from high school, <laughs> literally his name, uh, started selling his own cream cheese, but it was made from skim milk with lard mixed in to make it more rich to mimic the other one, and he called it Philadelphia. Hoping that the Pennsylvania Association, like with the name, would be like, oh, he's got that Philly cream cheese. Yeah, he's a hack. Yep. That's what happened. And then he even trademarked the words Philadelphia and Pennsylvania in conjunction with the products. It worked and it sold. And that's where we are now. 
Oh, cool. Well, sounds like uh, you put a sicko's product on your bagels. <laughs> Good. Good for you. A fucking yeah, conscience Yeah, you got any list. bad news about Philly cheesesteaks now? No, yeah, no, cause, no, no. Because if you want to bring down my whole existence, <laughs> go right ahead. I yeah. mean, do you, how do you, who, what's better? Is, is Foles it, is not it, real too? Like, what, are you do, what are you trying to do to me? <laughs> what's, uh, what's the, are you Geno's or Pat's? Uh, it's, it's tough. Geno's, um, I believe tastes better, but the guy, uh, well, actually the guy who originally owned it is a big fat racist and oh, really? um, his son keeps the signs up. Yeah. It says like order in English. It's very, um, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not great, but, um, what I do is I, uh, go you with order a Mandarin. Yeah, is I order in Mandarin. Yeah, and they and they Just know my order by now. Yeah. I wink at them a bunch of yeah. times, and they get it um, that I'm one of them. <laughs> um, but I'll go to uh, so Philadelphia, two major cheesesteak places. Um, by the way, this is a 45 minute story, and no, it's not. No, go it's, ahead. Yeah, two seconds, and they're right next to each other. And uh, I will get one cheesesteak from one place, one from another, and then my friend and I, whichever uh, we like the most, will split one from the last. Place. Oh, I do splitsies. Yeah. Ah, yeah, so we'll have two and oh my god, is it two and a half? Is that what that yeah. turns out to? That's what we do. Wait, yeah, yeah you or no one and a half, right? Yes, you eat one full one for one me. one. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, no, you eat no, one no, no, full, it is, and then you go back <laughs> to double two, down. It is it's two, two and, and a half. half, two and a half men, two and a half sandwiches. Two and the and Blake men. Wexler Philly cheesesteak mm-hmm. story. You get it with whiz, whiz wit, whiz without, whiz without. Yeah, oh, I live. That's on, controversial. I lived on North Broad Street for six months in 1992 when my friends were going to Tyler. School of Art. Yeah, art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went to McGlinchey's. They had nickel drafts. Still there. Nickel drafts. How? I don't know, but we drank them. This was during Reconstruction? Then we listened to Nirvana, and then we- Oh, Nirvana, so this they is the They had 90s. to reconstruct yeah. Philadelphia. 92, yeah, 92 okay. was like free, it was, I mean, free hot dogs and nickel drafts. See? Promised Land. Grunge Promised Land. That's what- Yeah, seriously. When America was great, huh? Oh my God! You know, is that what they're talking about? Is that what they want to bring back? <laughs> That's the subtext. McGlinchey's now, nickel even, drafts. Can you even drink nickel drafts without being canceled? Yeah. <laughs> Get this man a fucking Senate pin. Can you eat an all beef hot dog without being canceled in this country? Oh, I'm the bad guy now. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I like beef, you probably can't even Not say all beef lot. anymore. You uh, I bet you can't say 100 percent beef. beef. Without getting canceled. Jesus Christ. It's an outrage. God. I tell you what. This country used to be all about nickel drafts. Nickel drafts and nickelback. Ketchup, that and sounds like a lot of work. men expressing themselves. <laughs> men who have drank nickel drafts expressing themselves. Does a man who drinks nickelbacks or nickel drafts, <laughs> <laughs> nickelbacks? Yeah. That's where you do a pickleback listening to nickelback. Yes. Uh, a nickelback. Uh, It'll you, fuck you up. If you drink a nickel draft, do you think you're expressing yourself that much or you kind of do that to help you compartmentalize it's just a way to it's a way to the only thing you're going to express at the end of that is uh, is where do we get coke <laughs> that's it that's what nickel drafts are a lead into boom gateway drug yes. into yeah. a bunch of laxatives cut you drink coke. enough mm. nickel drafts you're going to hit a dead end eventually <laughs> oh, boy. and then you're going to say hmm what are we going to do now <laughs> dope <Huh>. man <laughs> well chris on that note Get, someone get the dope man on the hard line. Yeah, on that one, 1992. Yeah. <laughs> on the hard line, yeah. <laughs> yeah, beepers and shit. Dude, he knows his payphone number. He'll know. He'll know. <laughs> just just type in the number from the payphone in there. He'll know. Uh, Chris, thanks for so much for coming by. So fun to be here. Thank you, guys. Where can uh, people find you, follow you? You can find me on the old uh, Instagram at Chris underscore Crofton, and you can follow me on Twitter at The Crofton Show. Hey. And... Uh, and then you can read my Advice King column, and you can listen to my uh, Pitchfork-approved uh, debut album, Hello, It's Me, on all the streaming things. And you can also buy one if you want somehow. And um, 
And uh, you can go uh, see me tomorrow night in um, Palm Springs uh, opening for Neil Hamburger at the Ace Hotel. That's awesome. That's going to be a great show. It should be pretty fun. That's Thursday That's or Wednesday? tomorrow, Wednesday. Oh, today. Yeah. Okay, so Wednesday. doesn't matter. No again. one's going to Palm Springs. Well, just it's just say, a, you never know. There's people who live out there. Who, who like, all right. Hello, Zeit, Zeit people. Zeit gang uh-huh. out in Palm Springs. You got a show tonight? Tonight in Palm Springs at the Ace Hotel. Yeah. And then I'm oh. staying over at the Ace Hotel. So, so Swanky. Yeah. Everybody can come up to my room that... and watch uh, Curse of Oak Island. Oh, yeah. Curse of Oak <laughs> Island. And watch... Now that's a fucking tease. And some that's New England plug. wildlife. And more. Oh, and we can watch, yeah, we can watch, uh, uh, we can watch some guy open old cans of food on my Chromebook. Boom. I mean, that sounds like a five star <laughs> yeah. date to me. And by the way, the speakers on a Chromebook really let that hiss out. Oh, you know right. I mean? it's like, like you can hear that. It's like it's the old tannoys. Yeah. Oh, get ready for it to hiss. It didn't hiss. <laughs> uh, is there a tweet that you like that you want to call out? Oh, yeah. I retweeted the Rialto report, which is a, a golden age of porn um, blog. <laughs> And the they, Rialto Report yes. is a golden age of porn blog? It's, I was going to put it on my list. It's wonderful. Oh, my God. And it's, it's like interviews with all porn stars from the 70s and 80s, but they also have digitized whole issues of uh, uh, of, of adult cinema um, magazine uh, from 1982. They've th- Someone in the world is digitizing whole uh, porn mags from 1982, yep. uh, and the Rialto Report is where you can find them, and that's a tweet I like. Just knowing that there's this... One central repository. Huh. I just can't believe someone's doing that. Like someone's digitizing old porn I mean, mags. So are... You could say it's a porn hub. Yes, you could. Uh, <laughs> Rialto reports amazing because that's that's a whole different. That's a subject. NSFW. For a whole different don't look at that on your work episode. No, 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 don't. No. no. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rialto report. Uh, Get on a VPN. Put it on private. Put a private private browser window on and yeah. look in the dark. Do not go anywhere near the Rialto report near anyone you love. Oh wow. <laughs> Great endorsement. <laughs> uh, Blake. Yes. Uh, DJ Daniel from you? the booth was like, you're not going to talk about gyms? Philly cheesesteaks? Some gym erasure? I was yeah. like, is that a band? Oh, gym erasure. But the thing is, I'm mixing stuff up. Is, is gyms good? Yeah, yeah. I just want to get the full. South Street. I mean, there's Dallas Sandro's and Roxburgh. Like, everybody has their place and no, and everyone fights each other over it. So just ben, like who's your, your place that you fight for? Uh, who's your champion? I just want to get this out of the way. I like I like Geno's, not okay. publicly, but yeah. Wow, because off the record. Wow, well mm-hmm. that was on the record, son. Wow. Sorry, the mic's rolling. I actually want to have a show called On the Record. Great, that's has that like been a... done yet? I don't know, man, but I'll put that in the good ideas file. Thank you, uh, Blake. Thank you for helping me today. Uh, thank uh, you. Thank for... you for saying I helped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks, no, Blake. Whenever, yeah, Blake. Whenever you're here, you know, Jack's not away. We can get real we can have fun. wacky in here. You know, yeah. like a yeah. couple of Broad Street bullies. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you. Uh, what was I going to ask? Uh, what's, what, what's, your, what's your Twitter? Where can people find you, oh, follow you, you know, do all that? Uh, at Blake Wexler. Mm-hmm. I'll be in Pittsburgh, February 27th, headlining Arcade Comedy Theater. Every Sunday, I host a show at Verdugo Bar in Glassell Park. Oh, yeah. Which, Chris, you should do it sometime, please. Okay, yeah. And then, um, and then if anyone else wants to get booked on it, let me know. <laughs> that, uh, they got the tacos out back? Every Sunday. Yeah, sometimes they do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, great bar. And um, yeah, at Blake Wexler, BlakeWexler.com, all that shit. They do picklebacks there, too, don't they? They, if you ask, yes. If you ask. And yeah. then they go, what is this, 2012? And then they'll give it to you. And then they give it to you mm-hmm. for $2,012. $2,012. Yeah, it's deep. It's but, worth it, though. But when Nickelback comes on, I got to do Pickleback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Couldn't make it out. A poor man stealing. Tired of living like a... No, hold on. Tired of living like a blind man. Cigarettes have without the sense of feeling. And this is how you remind me. 
That's that drum fill. Yeah. Open hi hat there. Now that's a band. If you can't sing drum fills, bro, are you even listening to music? Thank you. Uh, is there a tweet you like? Yes. Uh, comedian Chip Chantry at Chip Chantry. Uh, it was like a news story. Vince Vaughn and Donald Trump spotted shaking hands at national championship game, and then Chip tweeted, "How is this headline not wedding crasher caught orange handed?" <laughs> <laughs> really good yes really good at chip chantry oh chip chantry that's a good name great name great comedian where is he from philadelphia oh really yeah oh. and still is from there what do you mean like <laughs> it doesn't, he doesn't come to la and he's <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah i'm from la right hasn't switched his uh area code uh oh that's how you know yeah uh also uh i guess me now, yeah, you want to play some music? You want to plug some well, shit of your pl- own, hey, man? Thanks, man. Let me plug What's some. your handle, man? Hey, you want, you want the handles, huh? bro? Is it just uh, your name or is it something more clever? Look, if you want the handles, meet me at Rucker Park, okay? Because yeah. this crossover will have you hold, twisted up like a backwoods. <laughs> now, if you want my handles on social media, at Miles of Gray on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, let's see. Also, my other podcast, 420 Day Fiance with Sophia Alexander. Check that out. Comes out actually on today's, on Wednesdays. Ooh. So go download that if you want to keep hearing my voice, except much higher and talking all kinds of wild shit about reality TV. Now, a tweet I like real quick. A little bit of shade from the Zeit gang. Uh, Genevieve at Totally Not a Fish. Uh, Sounds quote, like a fish. Quote, quote retweeted me a reductress uh, tweet. And look, I love reductress, but this is where it hurts. And, you know, Chris, you can relate. It says, yeah. It's a picture of a guy in an Elvis wig. You know, we've all seen this, this yeah. bad costume Elvis. It says, how to make your thin hair look thicker by wearing this $6 Elvis wig from Party City. <laughs> so stupid. But I will try that. Uh, and if Oh, and then one more from uh, Anna Hosnier handing me a phone right now from Reductress. It says, white friend who got lip filler seconds away from saying something problematic. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Funny. Truth. Also, y'all, check out... Uh, you know, we got some live shows coming up, okay? So look into those. We will have, uh, if you look at my Twitter, you'll see some links. I think you'll see them on the Daily Zeitgeist page as well. Uh, Portland, Brooklyn, D.C., Minneapolis, Chicago, Toronto, we're coming for you. And, yes, there will be more dates too, so don't worry. Cities like Boston, mm. you know, you're asking around. I'm sure Colorado, we're going to have to hit, hit you up. Texas, too. Don't worry. This is just the beginning, baby. Yeah. Okay. If you're bald, don't wear a wig. It'll drive you nuts. Hey, thank you. I know you. a guy who put on a whole like a started wearing a wig like he lost his hair uh-huh. and started wearing like a full on wig oh my god and now no one can touch his head and he lives alone in the woods wow I mean it's like you, you, it's, like it was like Tobias it's and, just like, it, ruined his, it ruined his life he went completely crazy I mean everyone the thinks wig? everyone thinks he has long hair but he it can't ain't. be with anybody long hair I do care he can't be near anybody <laughs> Wow. Do not isolate yourself. That should be some kind of like Greek myth. <laughs> I mean, it's the serious. The man who wore the wig. Yeah, if you t- someone touches your wig and you're and they don't oh, know you're okay. wearing yeah. a wig, oh, you, the high-pitched scream. you're in danger of murdering that person. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you lose it. Yeah. So he has to be by himself. What's his face? Um, there's also this, the guy who used to drum for um, Bill Withers uh, also wears a, a wig to this day. A really bad after wig. Back uh, in the day, people really wore them. Like, yeah. my mom thinks everybody still does. She's always like, you might need a wig. Well, on TV now, everyone wears a wig. Yeah. So that's just true. Not because, like, they're bald. It's just because it's easier to keep the hairstyles consistent. Just a little facts. Okay, a little movie wow. magic. Wow. I uh, wish I'd get on a show so someone would put a bunch of wigs in. <laughs> I'm serious. You can One find on top us. Of the other. I would love that. <laughs> 
You can find us uh, at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter, at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page. Uh, and also, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get them shows free. We also have a website, www.dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Okay, thank you very much, Blake. Uh, we can, you know, find all kinds of info, links to the things we talked about, as well as the song we write out on. I want to go out on a song called Johannesburg uh, from Africa Express, and it's got like a, you know, I don't know, it just makes me feel like a like a cool guy who was like a KCRW DJ in 1999. Is that not who like, you are? Oh fuck. Yeah, sorry, I am. Sorry, no, I have to damn, find I out this way. And I want to thank uh, Miles and oh. Blake and Anna and uh, Dan. And it's always so fun to be on here. Oh, thanks, Chris. Thanks, man. Yeah. thanks for being here. And this has been KCRW Morning Becomes Collective. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow morning. I'm Nick Hawkwood. All right, see you tomorrow. Bye. Or actually, no, see you later in like a couple hours. Bye. Yeah.